The Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. This is uh, Championship Chatter with the Commissioner for the 2021 Fantasy Season Volume 4. I am your host, uh, Chucky B, and with me is my guest. Uh, the Never Nudes is Al, your champion. Yes, yes. Uh, he is the champion of one of the two leagues that I... Uh, and the commissioner four. One is a redraft ten team league, the League of Enthusiasm. One is a Dynasty ten team league, uh, the Dynasty League. All right, so we're gonna start off with the League of Enthusiasm, and uh, that's supposed to say week four, but whatever. Uh, I went uh, one and four in the predictions. You went four and one in the predictions. So good job, Al. You're destroying me in those predictions. Ten to five versus your uh, versus my five and ten. And that brings us to the game of the week for week four. That would be the Weapon X Project versus Your Mom Loves Brown Chubb. Jake versus Trey, respectively. Jake pulls out the win over Trey, and uh, we both predicted Trey to to win this game, which is a big L for us. Oh, that was the one. Uh, the one I got wrong. Yeah, that was the oh, one. Okay. The one that you got wrong. Nice. Uh, and and Jake had Teddy going out with a concussion. He had David Montgomery, who did score a lot of points for him, but he went out uh, in that game at some point, what, like third quarter or something like that? And then Devontae Adams put, less than, put up less than seven points. So, Is Montgomery really going to be out four to six weeks? I think it was four to five, but I guessed four to six because oh, all i saw it wasn't like a season under and i'm just curious because i have damian williams in another league and i'm just trying to unload him for a receiver but well, it's have, gonna be easier now yeah but we have a, a league-wide buy next week so the guy i'm trying to trade him to is like i don't want to do anything yet so it's like well what the fuck but whatever you guys have a league-wide buy yeah because there's an extra game and it's 14 team so uh it works it's always worked out perfect where uh it's a 13 week season so we play everyone one time so there's no um second i don't know we didn't want to play one person twice and like kind of screw up scheduling like that so so we're doing a uh, a one week winner take all auction just to kind of pass the time so oh okay that's interesting i guess but there you go but yeah like jake got the win even with those uh shortcomings from his team so there you go jake good for you that brings us to the high and low scores of the week tom destroyed uh rob's previous high and has now the high with 172 and a half points and i had the low Still not the lowest of the season, but 83.7 points. My team really shit the fucking bed in an important game against Sean where we fucking lost. Way to go. We're 1-3. and three. But it's a long season. We've still got 10 weeks left. And uh, six teams make the playoffs. So let's continue this playoff push. we still got a good team. Tom is defying all the odds when it comes to the curse of the championship in the league of enthusiasm and he is starting to a three and one victory putting up the high scores we mentioned earlier and he's uh 
proven that the curse is, in fact, a beatable thing. Like Trey had once done, I believe. And this comes to the unlucky team of the week. And I'm going to pick Dan for that honor. As we both picked him, or at least, no, I picked him to win. And up against uh, Brad, who had, had yet to pick up a victory, who does pick up a victory this week. And he had three monster performances, which led him to his victory. He had uh, Eckler, Tyreek Hill, and Cordero Patterson. Dude, I love Cordero Patterson. So, all right, you know, on that, what's the the Dynasty podcast you listen to? Um, They always advertise that prediction strike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever try that? No, I I want to, but I haven't yet. I put 100 bucks in the beginning of the season, and uh, I put a lot into Cordero Patterson. So I'm up like eighty bucks so far on the year. Oh, nice! Yeah, so that's that's worked out pretty well. And that brings us to the MVP race update. Now in number one is Derrick Henry with four overall or four MVP votes. He has a total of eighty nine and a half fantasy points on the season. In second is Cooper Cup, also with four MVP votes, with seventy two point six points on the season and in third is nick chubb with also four mvp votes but way behind in the points at 54.8 fantasy points on the season uh so i know you were someone who is very high on cooper cup uh in our rookie draft did you ever expect him to be playing this well i thought he was uh pretty good and and now paired up with like an amazing quarterback because he's challenging for like number one overall wide receiver yeah i could see that i wouldn't have ever guessed um because i i definitely didn't like him as much as a lot of you other guys but um was that because of uh jerry goff or was that just because you didn't believe in his talents um i don't think i was as low on Goff at that point because it was still pretty early. I just never saw, um, I guess, his intense upside since he's not a physically imposing player. Um, but when you can run routes like that, it's pretty insane. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the quarterback of the year race. In the League of Enthusiasm, still in first place, Kyler Murray with eight MVP or eight quarterback of the year race points. Uh, then we have Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts in a tie for second and third with six points. But Patrick Mahomes would take second place with 124.2 fantasy points overall versus Jalen Hurts 104.6 fantasy points overall. And then last but not least, we get to the predictions for week five for the League of Enthusiasm. All right, so we have the first matchup is the Weapon X Project, who is two and two versus the Anti-Dentites, one and three. Who's his uh, Montgomery replacement? I think I'm going to have to go with you on that one. I am going to pick against myself here and sacrifice my predictions for actual wins and see if that can help. I mean, if you want me to pull away uh, even more in this year-long uh, 
Well, yeah, because I'm beating you in uh, in Dynasty League predictions, so I'm okay with it. Shit. Yeah. All right. So next, we have your mom loves brown or your mom loves black chub versus shy style hot dog heart attacks. Trey is two and two, and Tom is three and one. Uh, like? I initially wanted to go with Trey, but um, Tom's quarterbacks are just too much. I yeah, I'm go I'm going with Tom to break the curse. All right, next we have the Yetis versus Chicago Twisted Maniacs. Nick versus Brad. Nick is two and two, and Brad picked up his first victory to go one and three. There's three of us there at the bottom. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Brad. I am also going with Brad for the win this week. So we are both gonna pick Team Brad, mostly because he's got Cordero Patterson. Yeah, I want to see if uh, his three monsters can put up a, an encore performance. And next, we have what could be the game of the week, the battle of the three-in-one teams. Uh, this could potentially be for first place, especially if Tom does not win against Trey. This is Rob Zombies versus Come Get Some. Rob versus Dan. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Dan. I was saying before, it's the guy I root for in this league since I'm not in it. I'm going to pick the zombies. And last, and certainly not least, but maybe least, the guru versus the Mac Flop Servant. We have the two and two Sean versus the one and three Jordan. I'm rooting for Jordan, and I'm going to pick Jordan to win because... I don't think he's got a better roster, but he's down at the bottom, and I want to see some of these teams down at the bottom start to get some wins. Uh, I'm going to pick Jordan, too, even though Sean's got Lamar, and he's awesome, but it's Sean, and um, I don't know. Miles Sanders, I don't know. Miles Sanders sucks. Get him out of your lineup, Sean. Yeah, we only differ on a couple of uh, picks here, but it's enough. Sean, put Trey Sermon and take Miles Sanders out. He's not good. Well, that ends the League of Enthusiasm portion of the podcast, and we will be trans transferring? Transitioning. Transitioning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Transitioning to the Dynasty League. All right, so last week we both went 5-0 and because you copied every pick that I made. Yeah, I feel like we established it was a pretty uh, one-sided week for the most part. And starting with one-sided, my match versus Rob, the Little Jerry's versus the Fug-Offs, once again, did not come close to 100 points. You'll you'll get there at one point, maybe. 87.2 versus uh, Rob's 152.4. The second most of the week. See, I would, you know, 
give you something where it's like, well, I was like the third high score and I played the second high score, but when you're uh, when you're the caboose every week, that's kind of your own. You're making your own bed there. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't anticipate Jimmy Garoppolo getting hurt. No, I don't know. I would agree with that. I still think you should look to trade him, but obviously no one's going to be looking for that in the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping he gets traded. I Yeah, I think he will, just not this year. Because you can't. Come on, Houston. You can't go Do me a favor. Do me a favor, Houston. Trade for him. Dude, Houston's going to have the number. Well, I don't know about number one pick, but like they'll be up there. They'll be, should be in position to probably draft the guy. Or Who's worse, the Lions or Houston? Um, I'd say Houston. Houston's played better than I thought, um, but their roster's just so bad. And the Lions, I don't know. I'm still gonna say like I think the Lions are like the Dolphins that first year that they uh, that they blew it up, where you know get blown out early in the season, but then they were what. 500 the second half of the year like they've they've played they play well they just don't have the players yet so i don't know me and my buddy on sunday we're talking in you know two three years the lions should be good i'm really hoping so i'm a lions fan i think everybody knows i'm a lions fan i really hope that they turn around is that why you're so bad at the dynasty league because you're a lions fan you're like no, no no this is what you're supposed to do. you're supposed to pick bad players and then <laughs> make bad moves i don't know man because like i'm what pretty decent in some other dynasty leagues so yeah i just went to three and one in uh, a different league this is the only one that counts well i wish i was better in this league then maybe one one day you know we're shooting for 2030 maybe 2035 you should be pushing for um if we can get picks and what what would that be like 2026 when's the the manning kid because he's still like a junior in high school, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm shooting for. I'm shooting for him. Yeah. it's If you can get Arch Manning. We're going you, for golden, but Manning, Manning or bust. It's a Manning or bust over here. Dude, that... Like, he's going to have unreal expectations because he's a Manning. But, like, there's no reason why he shouldn't be the best out of all of them. Because, like, Archie Cause was... A Manning. Archie was good. And then he passed on that knowledge to Peyton and Eli who like i don't know do you do you watch the the manning cast Nah, I, I i tried and i didn't like it really dude that's so much better they're, they're, they, they don't that, pay attention to the game enough for me if they would have had that um yesterday because they you know there's that weather delay like that would have been the perfect time for them like they just let them bullshit for 30 minutes i think it's so much better but like they were talking about arch the one time a little bit and like he's i feel like he's and you know what a junior in high school but he's probably thinking like four, like he's four or five years more experienced just because he's around the Mannings, like breaking down film and like, I don't know, reading defenses and manipulating all this shit. It's like, so you're just going to be steps ahead of everybody else. Like, how are you not going to be a stud by the time you come out? Oh, he will be. And he'll be on the little Jerry's. And I think, isn't he like, not like crazy athletic, but like he doesn't have the typical Manning athleticism. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, man, he's Lamar Jackson, but his name is Manning. I bet he's just going to get a bunch of, like, An- Andrew Luck comps, too, though. Yeah, who knows? But we'll get there in a couple of years. Uh, let's talk about your matchup from week four, 
the never nudes versus Mark's make Juju great again. Uh, you won pretty handedly, but probably a little closer than you would have wanted. Uh, 125 to 107 and a half. Yeah, I was a, a couple different lineup changes away from, I don't know, like 125 still slightly above average for the league, but like, I don't know. I wasn't sure about Dalvin Cook or Saquon, and it's like, well, I just traded for Dalvin, let's throw him in. And that's, you know, 20-point difference right there. Yeah. Um. And I don't know, I think I just have to start Cordell Patterson. He's just too cool not to. <laughs> Uh, next, we have Johnson's out for Harambe versus the Gotham City Rogues in what is most definitely the game of the week. Jake gets a very narrow victory yeah. over Trey, 98.5 to 98. That was pretty crazy. One, do you know when uh, stat corrections happen? Because like, that's close enough to where like a little thing could. I really actually do not know. But, yeah, I don't know. That was... I think I picked Trey. I picked Trey to win. I think that was one I got wrong. No, no, we both went five and zero. Oh. oh, we did. Oh, okay. Oh no, that was the week before. Never mind. And uh, yeah, that that was most definitely the game of the week for the Dynasty League. Oh, yeah. uh, then in what was a very lopsided game, almost a hundred point victory. For Tom, 170.9 to 79.1. Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks massacred the Little Lebowski Urban Achievers as Ryan dives into full rebuild mode. Yeah, no, that was just a good overall week like um, from Tom because none of his players had super insane games. They all just performed very well yeah they're all like a minus games instead of a couple a plus games but yeah 170 which i'm pretty sure he even left points on the on the bench too like he could have got another 10 15 points i think that's insane that brings us to the last game of the week for week four closing it up with the green bastards versus the guru and Zach just picks up another one here. He's just rolling. 127.5 to 112.4, delivering Sean a heart-breaking blow. I'd say good win by Zach, but it's Sean, so I don't know. Like, should that even count as a win? Sean's team is surprisingly good in this league. No, he has good players. It's just in relative to the to the other teams, I think he's a couple players away. Um but I believe he's got his pick and your pick. So I think he's set up to where next year he can kind of make a big leap. But um But no, Zach's got a good a good team. I just think I'm if I were him, I would look to get more running back depth. Cause I thought Damian Harris was gonna be better than what he's been like week one he looked good and since then it's been kinda down. But um I don't know, I think yeah, Zach's a, a running back away, in my opinion. So there was a lot of action on the waiver wire this past week, and I just brought it up on the little TV here, but we got a lot of action, and I really only felt like there was two real notable moves, right? Tom drops Austin Hooper tight end for Dawson Knox tight end, who's playing out of his fucking mind right now. 
Dawson Knox, yeah. No, he he's someone who I thought would have been good. It's just tight ends takes two or three years, like the the rare one. I don't even know like who's the last one who did like incredible as a rookie even. And incredible's, you know, relative term where it's like, oh, he had, you know, six touchdowns or something. And he yeah. hasn't even really done anything since. Yeah. I want to say Gronk maybe had a bunch of touchdowns, but not a lot of yards, and then he broke out. But, like, I don't know, these these tight – like, because who's been – Did the Aaron f- Hernandez blow up really early, too? Um, I think he was more year two or three. But, um, like, Hawkinson's finally panning out, which, you know, if we did a redraft of that draft, I'm sure he's worth a first-round pick, but, like, by the time he starts being good, you're already paying over twenty bucks, so that gets a little pricier. Uh, I guess it all depends on what you're paying for wide receivers, because like if you're drafting wide receivers in the third, late second round, and they're paying yeah. them out, then you're getting steals there though too. So yeah, it's all it's all how you piece you know put together all the pieces and stuff. It's just when you have because um, tight ends in general, I think the highest is Kittle's around thirty bucks, something like that probably. Um, like they're fairly low, so because it almost feels like you know people just kind of grab whoever, but then all of a sudden they break out and it's like, well, shit, this guy's awesome and he's only ten bucks now. So, well, and that brings us to our other uh, notable pickup from waiver wire. Uh, I dropped uh, Fitzpatrick and I picked up uh, Kellen Mond uh, for a dollar. I mean, Kirk Cousins is playing really good. But it's a young quarterback. I can stash him in my practice squad over the next two years if he doesn't do anything. And it doesn't look like he's going to be anything in year four. I can just cut him. No, it's, you know, you're able to have five quarterbacks. I don't know why people wouldn't have that Um, because you can only have, you know, so many players or whatever. So, might as well just throw a dart at a quarterback if he hits. The question is, was dropping Fitzpatrick the right move? I think just looking at what Tyler Heineke's done in his absence, it was by far the best move because Fitzpatrick's not going to play. He's not going to start another game this season unless Tyler Heineke gets hurt, and he's cleared to play. Yeah, he he first obviously has to get healthy, and then it's a matter of how's Heineke been, which I would have assumed that you would have went after – or at least went to Jake and been like, throw me a, a third, couple thirds or something. I don't even think it would have been worth it. Um, though he would have to get rid of a quarterback. That's the thing. Do you yeah. do you keep Drew Locke or do you cut him? And because that's the only guy who would have cut, right? Or it maybe was him Taysom or, Hill. Him or Taysom Hill, which you know you can just say, give me a third and whatever quarterback you don't want, just so he has the assurance. Because like. If he, you know, if all yeah, of but a sudden, now he can go out there and make that move, and then I can just go out there and scoop up that other guy if I decide to. But I don't think I can because my quarterback room is looking mighty full at the moment. Yeah. But that brings us to we had a big trading week this uh, last week. I be- I didn't put your trade with Ryan on there because I believe we covered it. Yeah, during we the talked podcast. about that. Yeah. But there were four other trades that happened after that. One that day, just later on in the day. Uh, first off, Tom trades uh, 2022 
second round pick from Mark and a 2023 third round pick his own to me for Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I told I told him that was his panic move after I traded for Delvin. Um, it's solid though. Like I think it's right around what you what I expected you to be able to get for him, and that's I don't know in the position you're in. That's the shit you got to do. Like Melvin Gordon's not going to do anything. Like there's no value to him this year to your team this year. But like you just scooped up two picks, yeah. so. Then uh, Ryan trades Jalen Hurts quarterback to Tom for a 2022 first round pick from Trey. I was kind of shocked that uh, Tom was willing to give up Trey's pick because he's like, I've tried getting it before and he just never sounded like he was ever going to give it up. Um, But, you know, obviously Jalen Hurts is very good fantasy player. And he makes Tom's team better this year. My concern was always if he's a good enough NFL quarterback to consistently keep his job. Because if the Eagles are going to be bad, they have... That's why I traded him. Because I don't, I don't believe he's yeah. a long-term starter. They um, they have their pick, which what's their record? Even one and three, two and two. Um, I'm pretty sure they beat Atlanta, but yeah. that's about it. Um, But no, with that, it's... They have who's the pick they got the the Niners pick I think, which will probably be low, but it's still an it's still an extra pick. Uh, and then depending on was it seventy five percent of snaps for once, that's another first. And the Colts are bad, so I'm assuming they're just going to be benching once so they don't. Yeah, lose that's what that I first. assume is going to happen too. Uh, if they're not making a playoff push, they'll end up benching once towards the end of the season. Yeah, so. And yeah, Philly's one and three. You know, the the few times I've seen him play, like they didn't really look that good. Like he's put up garbage time points, but like, is he gonna be? You know, I think the most probable thing is he's gonna eventually lose his job, but then still be a starter somewhere. Like maybe a little like Fitzpatrick bounce around type career. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be good enough to establish. Like I want to be here for a while. But, like, I don't know. I think it's very unlikely he just isn't good and just is a career backup. Like, I think he's he should still be playing. So, but what looks like could be a top two or three pick seems a bit pricey. It is a super cheap contract, too, so I get it. I understand why he did it. I just didn't think he would have done it. Uh, and then, uh, then we have Rob trades uh, Tony Pollard running back to Jake for a 2022 second jake's own um i like that because after i traded for delvin cook me and tom immediately were talking about me acquiring alexander madison which is the next one we're going to talk about but we were arguing over you know what the the cost is going to be or whatever and all of a sudden we look and it's like oh this trade just happened pollard for a mid what should be a mid to late second so i'm like all right well the market set on backup running backs with upside mid to late second so then we settled on you know my second this year i think and then the third next year vice versa or whatever yeah i come down on that a little bit different i think you overpaid for madison and i think jake underpaid for pollard 
what makes you come to that conclusion? I think Pollard's uh, looked like he could be a starting running back, and Madison has looked very up and down in the little amounts we've seen him. His recency bias shows that he can quote-unquote do it, but I don't see Madison as a starting running back for a team. He's more of a just insurance policy, and that's why I understand why you pay overpay for him. But I think Jake underpaid for Pollard because I think Pollard can and will be a starting running back. So you're saying if you had your choice between the two, you would just take Pollard? Because I feel like we gave up. Yes, I would, I, I would take Pollard. I feel like we gave up the same value considering, at least as of now, my p- picks – in the seconds projected to be a couple picks lower hence the extra late third rounder yeah i mean I, and that i that's uh also uh something else that i would understand there but tom's getting two stabs versus rob's one stab and i'd rather take the guy that i'd rather have pollard um so say this offseason both started like zeke and devin cook are gone who do you think so saying- i think it's more likely that pollard gets dealt or or goes versus Zeke because the what the times I've seen the Cowboys play they've used Pollard in a very interesting way where he is obviously the backup running back but he's still you know put him out wide put him in the slot I feel like this year especially they've done that because they they think that they can contend and if they they need to not run Zeke into the ground yeah, it well, it's that, and I just think it's a it's a way to get another athlete on the field and stuff. Um, which he had that big, I think, two touchdown game a couple weeks ago. But otherwise, I don't know. It's I'm surprised the the fact that Rob had Zeke, so he had the like he traded away the handcuff where I traded for a handcuff. So I don't know. I was questioning. I see why. Jake did it because he needed running back depth, but I didn't understand why Rob did it. Yeah, uh, I, I guess Rob's probably happy with Zeke and just expects him to be healthy. Yeah, you know, I hope all my players are healthy too, but that's not the case. Yeah, and then that comes last but not least, your trade for Alexander Madison, which we pretty much just discussed as well. Yeah. So that brings us to the predictions part of the Dynasty League podcast for uh, week five matchups. Uh, let's go in reverse this time, and let's talk about the Guru versus Make Juju Great Again. This, I actually think, can be match of the week. Yeah, probably will be. The projections are within two points. Um I I would just assume Mark wins because it's Mark and it's Mark versus Sean. I I can't pick Sean. I am going to pick Sean in an upset victory. Next we have the Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks versus the Green Bastards. Tom versus Zach. Both are doing fantastic. Where are they at in the standings? Uh, Zach's two times three. All right, so I am going to go with the. Uh, I'm calling it an upset, even though I don't know if it necessarily should be an upset. I'm gonna go with Zach. Uh, Historical upset. Yeah, I w- I would also go with Zach. I like that they're 
you know, it's Mahomes versus Josh Allen, who they play each other in real life. So that could turn into a high-scoring affair. Um, Damian Harris. Who do you think wins that game? The Kansas City-Buffalo game. I, I think Buffalo is going to win. I I think so, too. Kansas City seems like they're not going to try. And then, not that they're not going to try, but, like, they seem to take their foot off the gas pedal too often. So, yeah, I would I would pick Buffalo and Zach. Then we have the Gotham City Rogues versus the Fug Offs. Jake versus Rob. Looks like Jake is favored right now by uh, almost 10 points. All right, Rob, can you please just pick up a tight end? Rob, Rob. Don't have Jimmy Graham in your lineup or on your team. Rob, Rob, I'll trade you a tight end. Talk to me. You just got a second-round pick. Just turn around and flip that to me for a tight end. Uh, I'm going to go to Jake on this one. I am also going to go with Jake. Then, then we have a very easy pick. It is you, the reigning defending champions, 4-0, I believe, versus Ryan's Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. I'm going to take you for a 100-point victory. Uh, Davis Mills got negative points last week, which was funny. Um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously going to pick myself. I'm just looking at Ryan's team. So does and- Houston trade for a quarterback this week? Why would Houston trade for a quarterback? Why not? It's not like they're trying to win now. It's they're obviously in a in a rebuild mode. If anything, they're gonna trade Watson, which, you know, every once in a while they're like, Oh, look for a Watson trade to happen, but it's like I don't know. Until it happens, I'm not gonna hold my breath, so I'm hoping for a Watson trade myself. Dude, me too. I want him to start playing so I can trade him. Yeah, me too. I want him to start playing so I can use him in a different league. Then, last but not least, we have the battle of the bad teams. One of us has to win this week. The Little Jerry's versus Johnson's out for Harambe. Um, Me versus Trey. I think Trey. Combined donate. I think Trey scored a hundred points before, so I'm going to go with him. <laughs> I'm going to pick me for the upset victory. An upset in a battle of the zero and four teams. Are you ex- are you expecting like a, a '90s NBA score where it's like I'm gonna win 82 70, to 75. I'm gonna win seventy nine and a half to seventy three. That'd be impressive. Come get some, Trey. You're gonna get bodied this week when I beat your ass. But until next week, fuck off. I got work to do. <laughs>